Lens Thank you for your patience. It's been a while. Life has a way of interrupting even the best plans. Since we last spoke, so many things have happened. I have new glasses. Donald Trump is not only still in the presidential race, he's the leading Republican candidate. We have seen pictures of Pluto. And I have been thinking about agricultural policy. No, really. Just yesterday morning, I happened to be watching a show on PBS called Ag PhD. It, as are most shows on PBS, was informative. But I noticed a few things about it. First of all, it was entirely about crop farming. There was no mention of livestock farming techniques at all. And you wouldn't know farming could include livestock if it hadn't been for some stocks-footed shots of cows. Second, the underlying philosophy was in line with giant agribusiness approaches, even as the techniques discussed were designed for small family farms. Now think about that for a moment. The funding sources, the approach to land management, etc., were designed to be mirrors of what the big boys were doing. And finally, in order to find out who those sponsors were, you had to go to their website. It's PBS, so there are no commercials, of course, but there's usually a made-possible-by before and or after the program. It's possible I missed it, to be sure, but I did not see it while I was watching the show. Still, it might be interesting to know about its sponsors. So, on the blog, I've put up a screenshot of the sponsors for the show. It's in two parts. It was a very large screen. And yes, Monsanto is on there. Now, let me state something for the record. I am not reflexively opposed to genetically modified organisms, commonly known as GMOs. I believe that, in a modern, complex world, we should use whatever techniques will work to fight the problems of hunger and food insecurity. I do believe in rigorous testing and labeling, but I will not dismiss a GMO out of hand. I also believe we need to be more rigorous in our testing of pesticides and herbicides, something that the Ag PhD folks glossed over. The point of this is not to crack on Ag PhD. For the most part, they aren't doing anything horrible. The problem is us, is how we as a culture, as a nation, as a people, think of agriculture. Food production has never been more important, nor has it been more industrialized. Our food production is increasingly concentrated in the hands of just a few companies, and they focus on monocultures. Corn, which is a perfectly fine grain, my father grows a bunch of it every year, has taken over entire states and soybeans are not far behind. We have much less diversity of crops than we had even a century ago. And what's worse is a good hunk of that corn goes straight to either animal feed, ethanol, or high fructose corn syrup. Now, animal feed is important to be sure, and ethanol... That debate is ongoing. I'm not willing to dismiss it pro or con either way at this point. But high fructose corn syrup, 
it's more of a problem. But that might be a topic for another discussion. Most of us are unaware of this, or we learn about it through questionable industry-based sources. The increasing industrialization of food production also means that family farmers have a much harder job to keep up. You must grow your operation, or you will be swallowed. I have seen this in my own family. They are a mid-sized operation, but the land all around them is being purchased by larger operations, with resulting pressures on property values and property taxes. Many small farmers are simply packing it in, concentrating wealth, land, and food production even further. Federal and state agricultural policy encourages this in so many ways, including via subsidies. And we stay blissfully in the dark, so long as the cereal still shows up in the supermarket aisle and the bacon cheeseburgers continue to appear on demand. Some facts. Most people live in cities or suburbs now. We should be doing more to create community-supported agriculture, also known as CSAs, better use of remaining land, such as rooftops, and serious food and health education. Corporatization is not limited to agriculture. This is pretty much self-evident, but we need to remind ourselves that it is present in this area, and we should arm ourselves with knowledge accordingly. The idea of a nation of yeoman farmers is indeed Jeffersonian in origin, but I'm not sure it's workable in 2016. However, more people growing food is never a bad idea, and if it undercuts the increasing corporatization of our lives, then I am in favor of it. And we're barely scratching the surface here. I haven't talked about issues with animal production and how to mitigate them, environmental or transportation concerns, and tax policy vis-a-vis agriculture. It is a much more complex field (laughs) than most people know. Maybe it's because I grew up on an actual farm and because my brothers operate a feed store, that's Flynn Farms Bedford Feed and Seed in Bedford, Indiana, stop in if you're around. Or maybe it's because I currently live in a small town surrounded by farms both big and small. Or maybe it's just because I really enjoy eating which is something that has me in the gym four to five times a week now. But I do think about this quite a lot, and I hope you will too. It's important. Anyway, that's it for this edition of Flynn's Omnibus. I will try to be more regular in the future. As always, our theme song is my work, Rational Exuberance, performed by the Czech Philharmonic under the baton of the late Robert Ian Winston and available on Naxos. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day.